0: Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, the OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then the OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring.
0: Welcome to r slash Petty Revenge, where this man with dwarfism comes up with the best solution to deal with an entitled Karen in public. Don't use me to parent your kids. I have dwarfism, and this often leads to weird interactions in public, especially with kids. Sometimes a kid comes up to me to ask why I'm so short, and I have a pre-prepared response for that. But most of the time, they just loudly ask their parents why I'm so short. Usually, the parents will awkwardly drag their kids away, telling them not to comment on people in public, which is sad, but understandable. I like the parents who just say something about How some people are born like this and even though we look a bit different we're still regular people just like everyone else Sometimes I hear a gem like I bet he shrank in the wash What I can't stand is when people try to use me to parent their kids I'm sure you can think of ways to convince your kids to finish their plate of dinner that don't involve pointing at a dwarf in public and saying That's what happens when you leave food on your plate or he didn't listen to his mummy when she told him to eat all his vegetables It's rude It's humiliating and it teaches your kid that differences are a bad thing and that people are at fault for their differences or disabilities It just angers me a few days ago I was in public and a kid who was maybe four or five years old was acting out and his mum was clearly struggling to keep him under control So she pointed to me and told her son that I was one of santa's elves and I was watching him and would tell santa about his behavior The kid's name was on a keyring on his backpack so i just said it's okay hunter you're already on the nice list and santa told me you're getting an ipad this christmas Hunter was excited. His mum was not. I don't think it gets much more petty than this. Just a couple of quick sentences to either completely ruin this kid's Christmas or ruin the mum's Christmas and her bank account at the same time. Wonderful stuff. Completely deserved. I love everything about this. Put yourself in OP shoes, having to deal with stuff like this every single day. I'm surprised your reaction and your comment was as calm as it was and just so well thought out. Horrific stuff, but good for you. Now, before we get into our next story, I have a very special announcement for you. After an insane amount of demand from you guys, I'm delighted to say that I've released some limited edition Not Today Karen merch. Picture this, you're out and about in the streets and a wild Karen appears and starts confronting you. What do you do? Well, normally, you have to talk to a witch like this. However, get one of these t-shirts or hoodies on and all you have to do is simply point to it, laugh, and walk away how easy is that the link is down in the description if you like what you see go ahead check the stuff out i think they'd make a great christmas present or even just a little gift for yourself as always it's official stuff from the very best supplier so the quality is unmatched and it's one of the best ways to support me and the channel with that being said let's carry on how i got revenge on my ex-boyfriend and ex-best friend this happened a couple of years ago i am a 28 year old woman and i was dating max a 29 year old man for five years we were full on together we lived together shared finances Had two dogs, etc Now my best friend amy 28 as well lived 10 minutes away. So we were always with each other We were pretty much the three musketeers one day I'm scrolling on instagram and I see my boyfriend in the background of a picture posted to our local bars page He was supposed to be at work But i'd never been given a reason not to trust him So I figured it was an older picture as we go there a couple of times a month But when he got home, he was wearing the same blue button-up and jeans I had a horrible feeling in my stomach, but I didn't say anything that night I went through his phone yeah yeah i know but i don't care we've always shared passwords and i've never had an issue with using each other's phones when i checked his messages i saw a chain with someone named jack we didn't know a jack so i read through them and my heart just freaking breaks i've known my best friend since we were in diapers i know how she texts but i checked the number just to be sure and yep They were talking behind my back not just talking though There were pictures and mentions of sexual acts that had happened I spent the night crying and sending myself all of the screenshots and everything I could find by morning I realized that I can't just confront them. I need to prepare. So I set out to put money aside I tell him our fridge is broken. So i'm using some of our savings to fix it We need a plumber for this or a handyman for that all lies But I needed a reason to pull money out of the account We both had access to it took me two months But I was able to pull enough out to put a deposit and pay a couple months in advance On a new apartment that I found that was closer to work and pet friendly I was able to slowly move stuff there while he was at work I told him I was doing some spring cleaning to clear out the clutter in the meantime. I screwed with their heads I'd mentioned things about each other that would cause drama like telling max that amy talked about a cute guy from work Or telling amy that max mentioned marriage and kids with me. She's infertile due to a childhood illness the day before I was leaving I set my plan into motion I knew where my best friend went for lunch most days of the week So I watched and waited when she arrived I went in and pretended I didn't want to throttle her for breaking my trust and my heart We sat down and chatted and I slyly mentioned sex with max in their messages She told him that she didn't want him to sleep with me. Apparently she'd become quite possessive of my boyfriend I made comments about how sore I was because we did it rough Just like I like it how good he was at oral you name it. I mentioned it Her face got redder and redder, and it was amazing to watch. I've seen her react that way before, but I never realized why. She'd always insist on watching late-night movies with us, or ask to sleep on our couch instead of going home, and be mad when I had to say no. I want to have privacy with my boyfriend. I just thought she was lonely or a little clingy, but I never would have imagined she didn't want to leave because she wanted to make sure we weren't having sex. Later that day, I go home and once again pretend that everything is normal. But I sit down on the couch with him and snuggle up to him while he watches TV. After. 20 minutes i straddle him and ask him how his day was and blah 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 then i bring up that i ran into amy at lunch and you'll never guess who she was with i told him how amy was with dave her real life co-worker that has hung out with us multiple times and how it's so cute that they're dating now when i say he froze i don't even think he breathed he just sort of muttered i didn't know she was seeing someone so I tell him all about how I caught them kissing and after dave left to go back to work Amy told me all about their amazing sex life And of course I had to add in there that dave was the first guy to give her a real O, and how she's always had to fake it with guys before Oh my gosh, this is incredible i've never seen him look so dejected before that night I asked that we do a phone free night, which we do often so that we could be in our own bubble I could tell that he was a little hesitant But he turned his phone off and put it in the basket. We used for it We watched a movie and cut it on the couch and he stayed as stiff as a board for the majority of it Before he relaxed enough to fall asleep on the couch once he was out I grabbed his work phone and sent out a contactless wide email about how I may be in a bad mood for the next couple of weeks Because my mistress gave me the clap Then I changed the passcode on it and turned it off I knew that he wouldn't turn it on until he got to his work site. That was 40 minutes away As soon as he was out the door I immediately packed my bags important papers and the dogs and left I also unscrewed most light bulbs took the batteries out of the remote took the router plug-in So he wouldn't have wi-fi and cracked the ac up to 80 when I got to my new place I sent amy a text asking how my eh tastes and then I blocked them both Then I posted screenshots to my Facebook and let everyone know what horrible people they were. Uh, Wow. Again, another amazing story. The good news is with this one, there is more coming straight away. But just can I say this quickly? If you want to sum up this subreddit in just one sentence, I also unscrewed most light bulbs, took the batteries out of the remote, took the router plug in so we wouldn't have Wi-Fi and cranked the AC up to 80. If that doesn't scream petty, I don't know what does. Sensational. I love that you didn't just confront them straight away like a normal person would do. But you've gone through all this length to just make their life Date. The next day, his mum called me to talk things over with me. She is an amazing woman who raised him on her own whilst creating a very profitable company. He was initially set to get the company when she unfortunately passed away, but she changed her will so that he only gets the minimum dollar amount and her brother will get the company. I know that hurt him in a way I couldn't imagine because he always talked about running it and taking over for her to make her proud. I just know he cried when she told him that. My ex-neighbor, Martha, in her 70s, is an absolute poop starter. If there's drama to be had, she will find and it or create it. I told her I was moving out and why about a week before I left So she'd keep me in the loop in the aftermath Amy moved in shortly after I left and through the thin walls of our duplex Martha heard everything unfold. apparently they fought constantly because they couldn't trust each other go figure Amy was always yelling about him having sex with me and how she wanted all new furniture Because she couldn't sit somewhere where we hadn't been intimate. She is also a mess like an actual mess She doesn't know how to clean throw out trash do laundry or cook max has always been and will always be a neat freak I mean everything has a place and everything should be in its place kind of man There's no way they would be able to live together full-time without wanting to strangle each other and mrs Martha bless her cheetah prince soul loved to let amy know that max's beautiful sister was coming over a lot Now that opie was gone of course max doesn't have a sister and she's lying But boy did it have the desired effect of an all-out screaming match between them She's angry that he would cheat on her He's angry. The house looks like a garbage pit She yells because he had sex with me in the kitchen after they had sex in her apartment He yells that she was the biggest mistake he ever made and he wants me back that hit her hard apparently So she starts throwing stuff at him and he calls the cops on her She already had a bit of a record for fighting at bars and clubs So when the police get there they detain her and have her sit on the curb out front Miss martha comes out to be nosy and see what's going on She gives a statement about what she hears and as they are putting amy in the back of the squad car she yells out to amy to not worry because she's sure max's sister will come over to help clean the house when i tell you guys i love this woman with all of my heart Amy freaks the heck out and starts trying to run at Max and is apparently tased and put in the back of a squad car. Max tells her to stop trying to interfere, but of course that means nothing to Mighty Miss Martha, so she just smiles and goes back into her house. Amy got released a couple of days later after making bail and only went back to the duplex a couple of times, both with police escorts, so we think Max took out an order of protection against her. Max has made multiple Facebook pages to message me and apologise, but I blocked them all immediately. He's called my work as well, but thankfully I work remotely and I'd already told my supervisors not to give out any info regarding me or my contact details i don't have any siblings or family for them to reach out to so i figured if they tried to reach me they would do it through my job i'm not sure what happened with his work emails though i'm assuming he had a lot of explaining to do with his bosses co-workers and business connections when i think about how he had to have that conversation over and over again it makes me smile Amy has apparently moved to a new state and doesn't talk with anyone in our old friend group Probably because they all came down on her pretty hard to think about her still breaks my heart We've been friends all my life When my parents died, she was my rock She made me see past my grief and my depression and want to live again I tried to think about the good times and not let the bad times ruin them for me When I was reading their messages, I could see the evolution of the conversations And the happiness they shared at doing things behind my back The night I was reading them, it was like my ribs burned and my stomach was queasy But I had to think logically versus emotionally I didn't truly break down until I got to my new apartment I just sat on the floor of my new kitchen and cried for what felt like hours It took me a couple of weeks, but I slowly started to unpack and find a new rhythm in my new life Juno and meatloaf my dogs helped a lot too They were a little nervous over the move and not having max with them But as of today, they're amazing and happy we have moved somewhere with a dog park. This was four ish years ago So i've moved on in life but it's definitely left some scars. I started therapy six months after I moved out and that has helped a lot, but I still haven't been able to put myself into a trusting relationship. I'm yet to have another long-term partner as it just gives me too much anxiety and trust issues. And there we go. It's stories like that one that are the reason why I love this subreddit. And it's also probably why it's one of the fastest growing subreddits on the internet right now. Sensational. Look, obviously it's a really upsetting entire experience for you. And the fact that you're still kind of going through some of the issues or at least dealing with the consequences now, four years later, is to be expected, obviously, but it's a real shame. However, what you did and how you dealt with this is just unreal. Like imagine being this calm and cool and putting all this into place when you hear that your partner and your best friend are doing that behind your back and loving every second of it. That would just screw you up. Overall, that was just a glorious read. Oh, honestly, Petty Revenge. You think it's not gonna be that deep, and then you read stories like this. Fantastic stuff. If you want more petty stories like this, but maybe equally as deep realistically, check them out in the description down below, the pinned comment, and on screen right now. If you're new to the channel and you haven't already done so, please consider hitting the subscribe button because then you'll be notified, if you press the bell as well, when I post every single day. With that being said, wow, what a story. I'll see you all tomorrow.